Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alon. This is Hi, Adam. How's it going? I'm fine. How are you? Let's jump right in with a bit of housekeeping before we dig into the FPL. Please go ahead and give us a rate and a comment on iTunes. It'll make other people find us easier. Follow us on Twitter. It's where I'm most active, at FMLPL. Email in, rate my teams, and any other questions to FMLPL at gmail.com. That's where Walsh lives. Check out our website, fmlfl.com. <laughs> I live there. You live there. Check out our website, fmlfl.com, where we have league info, links, our team, social media, and a store with ways to donate to us, keep us alive. Also on the website, we post lineup lamentations every Friday. We pick our starting 11s and captains, new, new content coming soon. And then last but not least, no regular pod next week because we'll be killing ourselves during another international break, but... We will have a fireside chat with uh, artist and football freak Petra Courtright, so that'll be good. Yeah, no pod next week. I'm already sad about that. I mean, I need to like figure out some activities to do to keep myself <sighs> busy. Go, hi- go hiking or make bunk beds or do some activities in our bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's jump in, though. How'd you do last week? Uh, not... Terrific. I finished up on 70 points. I was in an absolute state of despair and wanting to actual potential kill myself on Saturday <laughs> when I had Captain Lukaku not owning Alexis, resisting Captain Aguero, even though you were trying to convince me to do so via text. Um, but it, in the end, it ended up all right. I mean, I didn't have a good week. I got a small red arrow. Um, I'm down to 30K. But I feel like I got out of jail not owning Alexis, given his captaincy percentage. Um, holding Aguero was good since so many people got rid. I uh, still got returns in the midfield, got returns from all my forwards. A um, couple miffs, but overall pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you had 10 players. Oh, yeah, I also had fucking 10 players. And you didn't go down Darun, I mean, the Darun to soon was just a disaster. His surprise knock. I should, I should be on 73 because I should have gotten his clean sheet three pointer. Um, but yeah, I mean, Walcott, that was the one thing last week. What I was debating very late on was if I wanted to get rid of Walcott, I would have gotten Arnian, who got a one pointer ban, which would have been way worse. So much or, worse. Or, yeah, or I was also debating late Friday night, uh, finally excising the, 
tumor that is the benign tumor that is Glenn Johnson. But I probably would have gotten a Bournemouth defender who would have also just gotten me like one point. So saving and probably up being, would have gotten Adam fucking Smith and isn't he banned also or he's one away from being banned? Yeah, he's one. I would have gotten the four or five guy. I think they're sent Francis, the center back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I would have rather have had that point four in the bank because I have other problems. But um. That's who I was more seriously looking at rather than Adam Smith. But in the end, I mean, getting one point either out of either of them um, and then not having two frees would have been way worse than uh, netting one less point and having two frees now to figure it out. So I don't know. A little bit of a mixed bag this week. I um, mean, you were at Klein, some of the darkest times I can uh, remember on the text thread of you just, you just went absent as soon as the the games ended on saturday you just left the thread basically and we didn't hear yeah. from you until after the everton game you just texted yeah. like hi i'm back <laughs> like <laughs> i'm happy or something like that i, I, was, mean, like, I, was, the, the, I was praying so hard for lukaku because it's like i might just never talk to walsh again the the thing that put me over the top i mean not captain aguero and i told you i fucking opened my eyes at like three or four oh in the morning my God, yeah. local time and i Pushed the C on Aguero to just see what it looked like, and I liked it. But I was like, no, like if I change captain last minute, it's a bad job. I've been on Lukaku all week, and then of course Aguero puts up sixteen. So I ended up only losing four points in that captain Lukaku. But in the moment, the thing that really set me over the edge was the fucking Palace drubbing. But the single I was thinking about it the last couple of days. That climb to Mane where he fucking sent it over the bar. Oh my like god. Like that's what did it. If that slotted and I got a nine pointer out of that, everything would have been different. Everything would but have changed. And that Mane everything. fucked up like two or three everything. chances that game. He fucked up everything in the world. And I'm yeah. sitting here like being clever with Mane. Meanwhile, Coutinho is just steadily ticking and he's like forty percent ownership. And Mane is just fucking up every single chance he's got all game. And Palace look like shit, and we're getting owned. I was just like, fucking need a break. Yeah, you just uh, leave your house, walk the dog, just re- hard reset. Hard reset. Brutal. Right, um, enough about me. Enough about me. How, how'd you do? I did it. I fucking flew. I, I had 82. Um, we had a lot of the same guys, but I captained Aguero, so that was great. Um, Holobos, dude. He just keeps fucking. He's been incredible. He's thirty three points over his last four game weeks. Yeah, the Seems. thing about Holes also is that he has avoided that fifth yellow, and he's getting all these cleans and these plum fixtures. Yeah, these such a cleans. Yeah, he's just yeah. ah, god. He's just been incredible. Um, I got a Kolarov clean. Finally, something back from that. Matip goal, which is just scenic. <laughs> Because you knew there was, and we knew there was no way they were going to keep it fucking clean. So to get a goal out of that and get a seven-pointer auto-sub for Walcott was just so incredible. But yeah, I basically halved my rank again for like the fifth time since I've wildcarded. It's just been like so, so good to me. So yeah, I'm flying a bit. I mean, the Sterling blank was annoying. Got rid of him. I have some other guys... With bullseyes on their foreheads, but overall just a fucking scenic great week. And I'm so happy that so many people tweeted in that they read the lineup lamentations where I convinced them to Captain Aguero and everyone was just fucking it was just a group jerk off session. Just a circle jerk, FPL circle jerk. It was beautiful. Yeah, I mean I definitely need to stop writing my lineup lamentations because all <laughs> I will do is convince people to do the wrong thing. 
No, that's not true. Take no, that no, back. That's true. It's kind of true. You're 30k, dude. 30k yeah, for a reason. Lad. Let's go with two frees. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna do a sponsor and then let's just keep digging in. Ah, uh, there's so much to talk about. So much. Do you have a friend or loved one who suffers weekly with transferring in players too soon, always following the bandwagons? It's time to take action and send them to Knee Jerkers Anonymous. KJA is an international fellowship of men and women who have had knee jerking problems themselves. There are no age or education requirements and membership is open to anyone who wants to do something about his or her knee jerking problem. Don't wait for your mate to hit rock bottom by taking hits and bringing in MacArthur, Boney, and Jansen. Take action before it's too late and they give up on the season entirely. The KJA. Jerk elsewhere. Hmm. Okay. Alright. <laughs> jerk, jerk wherever you want. Jerk elsewhere is just my favorite slogan. Um, so I think the, the number one topic of the weekend is the uh, six million-ish budget mid-bracket of the world. Because we're seeing some serious bandwagons happening. I think Gundawan just double rose today. It's Tuesday evening. Um, who else is it? Gun- Chadley's Gundawan, there. Gundawan, Chadley, Weejo. I mean, Gundawan and Weejo are the Allen. biggest ones. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Joe Allen, he had a double assist and then double two bonus points this weekend. And he's playing in the number 10, and his stats are off the page the last few game weeks. But... Next game, they're without Arnie, without Shaq. I don't know. If you're looking between Joe, I mean, Joe's been just a money-making machine if you got him in a couple weeks ago. But if you're looking about Wee Joe and Gundogan, I mean, I don't know. Gundo's fucking insane. His, his, his back-to-back braces, brace against Barca. Um, we were, I was a little bit concerned this past weekend against in the West Brom game because Kevin wasn't playing. And that's when he got his brace and he was having license to move forward. But today against Barca, um, another brace. In their home, yeah, another brace. He's just making those timely runs. Um, he's going to be 5 6 in moments, but you want as many pieces of the city attacking pie, kind of similar to how we're looking at Liverpool, as these are probably the two. And Arsenal and maybe Arsenal, is like yeah. one, one C with Arsenal, but the teams that can really put four past anybody. Um, that you want as many shares in their attack as you can find, and having a five-six uh, sub-six million midfielder in Gundo. Um, granted, I mean I've been seeing stats. He's his last like 140 games with Dortmund. He's had like one goal, but he's playing like really CDM shackled at Dortmund. He's, yeah, he's having a, a different role different now. Yeah, it's a much different position. It really yeah. is. Yeah, and you but brought like the, up the Lampard comp, and I just thought that was spot on. With you know, I mean Lampard, he's not. Gundogan's not going to score as many goals as Lampard, but just the nature of his runs. And we were talking about stats earlier, and I like looking at stats, especially for like these cheap guys who you know can trick you into into transferring them in. Like a lot of people brought in Kapu early doors, and we knew not to. A guy like well, Gundogan, we already had him. We well, just weren't starting him. We weren't we starting him yeah. for the prices. Oh, yeah. it feels like good. People are fucking captaining him and shit, and we're just like, no. Um, but Gundo, like. He's making all these late runs into the box, so his his touches in the box are actually pretty low, and that was that really stuck out to me as like, ah, uh, this probably isn't real if he's just touching the ball in the box like four or five times a game and scoring every fucking game. It doesn't make sense. But the the truth, the numbers beyond that 
speak more truth to the nature of his runs, which are late into the box. And almost every single time he touches the ball in the box, he shoots. It's like 65% of the time he touches the ball in the box, he shoots, which is really good, especially for a team like City, pins teams back. And he's also creating a ton of chances. So, I don't know. I like Gundogan over Weijo, and Weijo's now fifth overall in midfielders, which is fucking crazy. And as you said, he's rose so much, and everyone's bringing him in. He has fucking three straight double-digit home hauls, but... It's also home West Brom, home Sunderland, home Swansea. I mean, he, he still has two more really good fixtures in the next four with home Bournemouth, home Burnley. I, I don't know. Is it is it him? Did he all of a sudden, like, become a fucking scoring number 10 machine? Or are they just dominating these really bad teams and he's getting a little bit lucky? It's hard to say. I mean, his shot accuracy right now is 73% means 73% of his shots are on target. That's obviously not going to stay that way, but I don't know. I like Gundogan. Oh, out yeah, of those, I mean, so. I, th- I, think, I think I see them similar in similar lights that, I mean, Allen's maybe a little bit overperforming. Like you mentioned, the shot accuracy percentage is very high. It's not sustainable. It's going to come, come back down to earth, but you got to look at like the team also. The team, then, that's the key. Yeah, like they're basically the same price, and Stoke is gonna. Yeah, they'll maybe do some of the, the the Sunderlands of the world, and they still have a few more of those fixtures coming up. So, I mean, if you own Allen, you're not like getting rid of him. You're of just gonna not. start him yeah. and hope that he keeps it up. But for me or you, for example, when we don't own any of these players, I mean, you're looking at them in the vacuums. Like Gundogan maybe has a little risk over his head about minutes and playing time because of the fixture pileup and because of the amount of options they have at the center of midfield. But um, you can't really argue with back-to-back braces, and he's given a different role. And like you mentioned earlier, the, the touches in the boxes, just like they're impactful, and they're not like Raz who just has 15 touches in the box and he just fucking at best tries to get a corner kick out of it. Like he's exactly, one's making... Yeah. He's making runs in the box when he's going to be an option to shoot and score. And it's like in the center of the box, yeah. right in front of goal, like a tap in on a good cross, stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas, like as you mentioned, like Sterling, Navas, those types are, yeah, they touch the ball 10 times in the box, but where are they? What are they doing with the ball? It's hard yeah. to, you have to take both things in, the, what you're actually seeing, like the eye test as well as the stats. It's not, yeah. 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 And- and it's also with Gunwan, like you're looking at, like, okay, they paid like 20 plus million pounds for him in the offseason. He was on Dortmund. He's obviously a, a fucking world class player. He's just outstanding. But he's given a different role under Pep, which is the kind of thing that you need to really look at, you know, from an FPL perspective. And the, the Towers possibly hugely mispriced him at 5 5 opening the season because he was hurt. He's been a CDM for Bort, for uh, for Dortmund, and now that he's playing in a more free role with license to move forward, he's his stats and his performances so far in the last few game weeks since he's gotten back to match fitness has been more of an eight million midfielder or a seven five million midfielder. Um, so the enabling factor of having him in it in the five five bracket is just immense. I mean, it gives you a premium defender or a huge upgrade in strike force or turning Ozil into Alexis or something like that. So I don't know. I feel like Gundogan, it might be, it might be time. And yeah. I normally don't buy these cheapish midfield budget like bandwagons, but I feel like this one is maybe warranted. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm totally with you there. I mean, 
As I'm always kind of hesitant on these two, or dubious maybe I should say, but the fact of the matter is the stats back it up. The team is the team you would handpick this player to emerge from, you know? And you have to remember that every year this happens. Every yeah. year there's at least one really cheap mid who everyone gets and he's fucking amazing, you know, all year or whatever. This I, might be the time. This might be Gunduan. It seems a lot more likely to me that it is Gunduan versus someone like Chadley or Weejo, even though, you yeah. know, I like both of them too. I feel like Wee Joe's bubbles just burst. Like if you if you got him a couple of weeks ago, good for you. Oh, but otherwise God, yeah. I don't know. I just especially this week I worry about them without Shakiri and Arnie. Um, they still have some good home fixtures for a little bit, but I mean, he obviously has a small window because their fixtures turn quickly um, at the beginning of December. But yeah, I don't know. I, I would I would take Gundogan over Allen, not even a comparison. Right yeah, now. and the and City also have fixtures. They're home Borough this week, and then at Palace at Burnley. Like Allen Stoke Stoke has the same kind of quality of fixtures in the yeah, next Yeah, no, two, I just but, meant they're equal, you know. Like, yeah, it's equal, and then if it's equal, you take City over fucking Stoke. Exactly. Yeah, you're bad. Um, and so let's talk about Chatters, though, because I think Chadley's kind of been like a weird guy where he came over to West Brom and flew under the radar, and then all of a sudden he put up that 20 million pointer, the 22 pointer, and then he ticked along really nicely. They had some tough fixtures recently, he's blank, but He's still in that sub seven million bracket, and he's very high in up there for um, goal involvement for West Brom. It seems like if they score, Chadley's going to be a part of it, which is always nice. They don't create as much, but they've got after this Leicester game, Burnley, Hull, and Watford. Um, what do you think? Do you think Chadley? Do you think Gundogan just makes him obsolete, or do you think there's still a case for Chadley? I don't know if there's a case for Chadley over Gundogan, but I do think there's a case for Chadley over Wee Joe, and I think Chadley will have more longevity just because of basically what you just said with the goal involvement and Chadley being on pens. That pens, like, just make a guy so much more appealing because even in the worst possible fixture, he could still get you an eight-pointer or something just with a lucky pen and bonus, especially this season. And it's hard because his stats have really dipped, but three out of his last four were Tottenham, Liverpool, and City. So they should have dipped, and they, they're in a really bad run right now. I think, I think he'll come good, and he's more historically attacking and goal-scoring than we Joe, but I don't know. I still, I still don't know if I would take him over Gundogan. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I would. Not in this moment? Not in this moment. What about uh, Chris Brunt playing a little out of position? I don't know. Tell me about him. I have not he's... considered him in many a season. <laughs> I, I, I looked at him preseason. I noticed he was class as a defender, and I was like, oh, that's a little interesting. He yeah, why injured. the fuck is he? I don't know. He was like dead for the world, but he's back now. He's 4'9". You know he's playing all those, all those fucking set pieces. He's got a set piece delivery in him with that left foot. But I don't know. He's a 4'9 defender on West Brom. Playing in the midfield three. I don't know. That's interesting. That's the thing. I tickle my fancy. Could be a good yeah, option after this Leicester game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then the last mid that we wanted to talk about was back to our old flame of Melissa Reddy, Nathan Redman. 
I just don't know. I still don't know what to make of it. I just don't know what to make of it. Is he Sterling or is he Henri? It's like, I think, I don't know. I, I his, mean, his stats haven't really changed in a good no. way. You know, like yeah. they were really good early season when he was blanking for all of us. And then they're still really good. And now he's scoring. And he has so the, many touches in the <clears> box. <throat> he has so many shots, all that shit. Their next, like, Nine fixtures are pretty fucking good. I don't know. I mean, he's he's legit. Like, I don't hate that move at all. It's Buffal's back. It seems like they're just making him better. His positional like heat map shit hasn't changed at all since the early doors when he was playing striker. I don't know. I see no. I see no fault with him. They've had a really tough run, and he's been still scoring. Yeah, I just think that it's the kind of thing where. The fixtures look good, as you mentioned, but do you really want to double with him and Chazzy, baby? And I, I mean, I'd take Chaz over Redmond yeah. every day of the week. Yeah, fact. I mean, unless if you're if you're going premium, 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 and forward, and like, you, for like your forwards. The, oh, hi, hi. And then you're looking at someone like Redmond, but then it's still like I'll take Gundogan over Redmond in this moment. In this moment, mm-hmm. I still don't think that Southampton create enough. They still have those Thursday night Europas until that ends. Like I don't love that. I always that's always in the back of my mind, even if it's a Thursday to Sunday, that they're gonna be a little bit off it. Like this week, for example, they're playing Inter again, you know? I mean you don't know what kind of team they're gonna side how they're gonna look on Sunday. Europa's um, so much worse than Champions oh League. Oh my god, it's so much worse. But that's like South Southampton playing Hull. Yeah, no, it's it's bullshit kinda, but it's whatever, but like they're playing Hull this weekend, which is like, oh yeah, that's like four 0 but maybe not. Maybe maybe they're tired. I don't know. Yeah, maybe um, they start Shane Long and fucking JWP and shit because it is Hull. Yeah, yeah. And they like want to be fucking, Inter. Yeah, yeah. Or they fucking star J Rod, who's dead, but maybe not dead. But I don't know. Yeah. I still, I still feel like with Southampton at this point that the better investment is in the defense because yeah, we've shown. I mean, Puel's shown that they've been very tight. Puel. Um, if if Cedric comes back for the Thursday game, or if he has a comment for the weekend that he's going to be back, Cedric at four nine is just a ridiculous, absurd value. Such good value. Yeah. Um, I mean, he should be in every team. Martina didn't play well last game. Um, he's Cedric was playing pretty regularly, and he was the only one of them that was not starting at 5-5. Five, five. He was at 5-0. Yeah, I mean, he's, four, nine, he's so. just like Bertrand, and he's Yeah, he's cheaper. basically, yeah. yeah. And he's, I mean, he puts the same amount of crosses in. He's probably yeah. just as good for bonus. It's just a matter of, he maybe likes a card a little bit more than Bertrand, but he also has zero cards on the year so far. So, I mean, Cedric is someone I'm looking to bring in as soon as I can, as long as he, as soon as he comes back fit. But yeah, I mean, I even know. if he's not fit this weekend, I'm sure he'll be back after international. Yeah, he should be for sure because this has been lingering for a little bit for him. But um, I don't know. I'm still. I, I think Austin's way. I like Austin way more than Redmond. Yeah, that's um, fair. But but I, I like I, Redmond more than Tadic at this point. Oh, for sure. And early doors, I mean, it was close. It was opposite. Yeah, no, I think Tadic, the way he finished last season with his stats, they're so incredibly off the page. But the thing that's also really fucked Tadic this year is that Puel subs him every game. Every game. Every 69 game. minutes, 77 yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's so annoying. I mean, you don't want that because there's, I mean, when you get that 85th minute garbage time point, like touchdown or a goal or, or assist. Touchdown. Just, you know, touchdown. <laughs> I'm fucking woo. Um, 
Yeah. You want to have a 90 minute player. It's the same thing like with Razzie last year. Like he was getting subbed off a lot. And, just, and it's you know. on the opposite end, it's like Kane, who's just like, he'll yeah. score a 93rd minute goal in a, yeah. in a 4 0 game just because he's yeah. psycho. Because he can't breathe out of his nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to talk about fucking Fayo, dude, because <sighs> he's a problem child right now. In this moment, yeah. I don't know about Fayo. I mean that was again. I mean we were talk we were texting really late Friday, and I talked about on li- lineup lambs this week. But Wenger said that he was going to be fit for today's game, the Ludogratz game, and then he doesn't travel. So that was just lies. Yep. And I mean we know it's kind of a double double sided fuck fest because Feo has always been plagued with muscle injuries for the past four or five years of his professional career, and then Wenger also is not the most candid in press conferences about giving us accurate information. So as much as I think Feo is an incredible value at his current price, if Wenger does not give definitive information for the North London Derby that like he is fit, he trained, he's going to start, then I think he's got to be a transfer out because we already took a zero from him last week, those of us who still capped, and a lot of people got rid. Uh, there were a lot of Feo yeah, to late um, transfers. a lot of Feo to Coutinho transfers, which ended up paying in spades. Yeah, that was great. Um, but I think for those of us that those of us that do own Feo, regardless of bench coverage, we can't really stomach another one, can we? It's international, I so. so I guess it's two more. But if he doesn't play again, he's going to have probably a double price drop, which is going to be seen. So. Yeah, at least a double price drop, and I don't. I don't like the situation any more than you do. I mean, like, you look back at his history with injuries. Last season, he played like sixteen or seventeen hundred minutes over all comps, and that was the most since two thousand twelve. And he's already at like almost a thousand this year. Um, I was like looking at him, him and his his injury history. I was like, what if this was like Sturridge? Like, what if we all had Sturridge in FPL and he like had a mysterious hammy injury, like, he'd be instant out, right? Like, we're just, like, clinging to this idea of Feo, but I I don't know, to me, it just seems like it's time to go. Wenger also hinted after the game that, like, nobody can play all the games and, you know, hinting at the Champions League lineup that they sent out today, and now Rambo's back, and Ox is kind of in form and shit, and I just see some, some... balancing of the side and some rotation and a really weird, mysterious injury and he doesn't even travel and I think it's a nightmare. I think he should probably go. Again, I, I think it has to be definitive information that he is completely fit. He, if Wenger doesn't say something like that, I'm probably going to get rid because it's it's also similar to like Baines, for example, where Baines gets these little niggly muscle injuries it's like, oh, he's fine. Like he couldn't train today, but then he misses a month, and I feel like that's kind of how Walcott is. So, we have to see. And then and that's why we, I think, led with the midfield sub six bracket and all these fuck fests because a lot of people that still are holding on to Walcott, judging on what Wenger says on the Friday presser, um, you might have to get rid to a lower price bracket, and that's kind of where we're all looking, right? And now I'm gonna drop the bomb. Are you ready? Mm. I did Walcott to Gundawan before we potted. 
Oh, you're such a little fucking piece of shit, man. I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. Let's right now, fucking dude. go. Where do you Watch, think I got fucking... inspiration for Knee Jerkers Anonymous, dude? Oh my god, dude. Pep's gonna come out and now this is what's gonna happen. Pep's, Pep's gonna come out and be like, Ilke is like an old guy and his name's really weird, so he might not play this weekend. Yeah, he's like, we extended like, Ilke a little bit. We're yeah, we were playing Ilk fuck a little too much, and then Vanger's gonna kind of be like, Walcott's playing forward. Walcott's playing striker. We need to rest Alexis. Yeah. Yeah, I hope not. But dude, you fucking sooner. I couldn't handle it, dude. I couldn't <laughs> oh handle it. God. I was just salivating. I was like hypnotized right. by Gundogan right, and his right, numbers. Right, right, right. And right. he, he kind of looks like a like Turkish Quentin Tarantino. And I was just like, let's go, dude. Let's fucking fuck. I'm ready. All right. All right. And now I got all this money. Future transfers looking good. I'm excited. Um, little question that someone sent us in. I mean, I know the answer already, but TJ said, question for the pod, time to get Andre Gray back in. Burnley have decent fixtures in the next few weeks. I need to get rid of Rashford. That's no, Chazzy all day. Baby. Yeah, you got to go Chaz if you're yeah, in that Chazzy. bracket. Yeah. I mean... Gray, there's, there's I don't no, even no. honestly know if Gray is know. nailed because, like, yeah. no, 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 he's nailed. I, it, Vokes will be, not be nailed. If yeah, anything, they'll go back to like, the one who go, who sits. Yeah, they'll they, go back to like the four or five four one. Four five one. Yeah, we just, haven't seen enough sample size of Gray of like performing versus Chazzy Baby, who is just the sex machine on an actual good team. So yeah, I mean, I Gray only close. has one return all year, and it was in that yeah. really weird Liverpool game where they had like fucking negative percent possession and he just scored with like his only chance you can't rely on that you don't want a piece of that no I, th- I think Gray is, is definitely a monitor but I think with Chazzy's fixtures getting better I think he's gotta be the sub 7 like, and Chaz went up no today else. I think or yesterday I don't know yeah he's going up it is not known um, but Burn- on the on the Burnley tip we Heaton is just scenes I think this is maybe RIP year 2016-2017 FMLFPL that we weren't the biggest Heaton fans in the world it's so preseason dumb. because it's so dumb. The lot like all we, we want to do them all year the last time they were up. Yeah, I mean all we want to do every year is spend as little as possible on keeper. And the last time Burnley were in the prem 2 years ago, Heaton had more points at goalkeeper than any other Fucking goalie in the league. I don't know why we overlooked it. They had bad fixtures from game week one on, but but it they doesn't had matter. Some, no, it didn't. It, it that's what we. I, I mean, that's now, what we fucked up. Know, it just doesn't. That's matter. what we fucked up. It they have the matter. same like, manager. They have the same strategy. They let up the most had, shots in the league in the box. Second most out of the box. Yeah, and they, they had some some shot cleans at home. They're yeah. tight at home. It's just it's the kind of thing that we I mean I, we I apologize. It. Yeah. I apologize to the listener because this is the kind of thing that now I mean it's it's nice in hindsight, but I, I don't know how we weren't just I the don't most know. intense. Yeah, we totally fucking, fucked this we're up. talking about like getting Victor Valdez, like go fuck ourselves. Like we should have been on the Tom Heaton trend. Tom, He's England's number one. Tom fucking Heaton, dude. Tom fucking Heaton, dude. He's it's an just absolute, crazy. It's the other teams that concede as many shots as them, which are a fucking million per game, are Hull and Sunderland. And they just don't have shouts at cleans. They're just bad and they're unorganized and shit. Burnley are somewhat organized and play for cleans. 
So yeah. it's just that that perfect storm of like a million save points to buoy you when they don't keep it clean, and then the occasional home clean. It's just that's goalie fucking wet dream right there. And now he's already yeah. four seven. He's like not cheap anymore. Yeah, it's it's it was a mess. So we apologize to you, listener, that we did not tip you on that earlier. If you don't own Heaton, um, take solace that I am a Pickford owner and sole starter is getting no points out of my goalkeeper spot. But um, no points. No, 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 no point. <laughs> um, what else? What else? And we have Aguero's bag. It has uh, okay. Has. So Chelsea. Costa had a little worldy world. Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. What do we do with our premium midfield slot? Because a lot of a lot of teams on Alexis, Arsenal are about to embark on a few tricky fixtures. Hazard's coming back into our thoughts. Pae, you know, will always tick over, even though their fixtures get a little bit weird. They don't have the problem with other other uh, competitions. What do you do with your your premium midfield slot? Well, first off, I don't think you can get rid of Alexis. I don't think that's if you, an option. If you own him. Yeah, if you own him, I do don't not think that's an him. option. And okay. Wenger even said that he's like loving Alexis up top, and he even hinted at a 4-4-2, like, meaning that if Giroud manages back into the side, he doesn't really consider moving Alexis from the top because, it, I mean, they've just been so good. They're top of the league <laughs> for a fucking reason. Like, Alexis is probably gonna be the highest scoring player in the game at this rate and especially if he stays up top barring injury but in the Pyatt Hazard etc bracket if you're transferring someone in I think Hazard's by far the best um since they changed to 3-4-3 in their last four games his stats are fucking out of control good like strike striker numbers basically like same as Alexis like in terms of touches in the box, shots in the box, he's the furthest forward on the heat map, further than even Costa. Scored in three straight against like good defenses, Leicester, United, and um, Southampton. I mean, he's just they're not they're not changing anytime soon from three in the back. This is they're flying right now. I mean, I think he's as good a pick as anyone in the league. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I think that all the things that you just said sound great to me. I'm not going to refute any of them. Um, it's still, just the the price is a problem. I think if you if you as you mentioned, if you own Alexis, then you're not going to probably be able to afford Hazard because you're going to have Aguero and Lukaku or Costa in the second spot. So, I mean, you can't fund uh, four ten plus million players and still have a well rounded team. So it's a little bit difficult. Uh, I think. To me, Hazard is the one that should fall by the wayside. I think that Alexis has more explosivity. Uh, I still think Hazard, even though his stats are off the page, has a tendency to go missing in games. I don't think he has like an insane savage like someone like Costa, who you know is going to always be a threat and in the box and in and around. All yeah, the I mean, goals. he he went missing in games just a few weeks ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I mean that's been his mo. It's kind of like with Hazard in seasons past when he's been golden. Two seasons ago, I think, is when he finished as the top scoring midfielder. You have to just hold him for the long periods of time because he's not going to have the brace or the hat trick. He's not going to be an explosive captaincy option, but he's going to get that assist and two bonus points. He'll have the goal and two bonus points or, you know, whatever. He'll tick. He'll tick. He's a ticking kind of player. He's a ticking guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is what sucks. And I remember we talked about this a lot in preseason. 
it sucks that you're going to spend $10 million on a midfielder and you're never, ever going to consider captaining him. That's not what you're looking for in a $10 million pound player. But I don't know. I just... I, I can see a team structure where you can't afford Alexis and you can get Hazard, and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you're looking at, and I mean, it's still almost two million. It's significant the difference between Hazard and it's Alexis. A lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I especially now looking at the fixtures and, and looking Hazard's at Poon and Lukaku, who like you'll captain we'll co- them. Yeah, they'll command captaincy. Yeah, yeah. I think there's definitely a world where you could go Hazard over Alexis, but it still feels better, especially with ownership percentage into account, because a lot of more players own Alexis and Hazard feel a little safer there. So yeah, it's definitely a little safer. Yeah. It's a good call. Um, let's also before we get on to the end of the pod, let's talk about the Liverpool midfield because we had another another lottery weekend where. Bobby Bobby scored. He took his shirt off. He's the sexiest fuck ever. I would be <laughs> gay with him. Um, Coutinho put up eight. I don't know how he fell off bonus points, but he did do. Hendo, uh, Hendo ruined his bonus. Hendo ruined the world with an assist and Matt, like Max Boners or something. And then Mane blanked and then Lalana blanked. Um, is there anyone in the world better than Bobby Firm? No. He's no. still the guy by far. He's the man. He's just the fucking man. Yeah, I have Chances I created. have Bobby and Coot now and it's just it's just auto. Oh, I can't believe you have Philly. That's the thing. I keep I keep looking at him like all right, I want Phil over Mane, but but that's it's the thing with five. Mane. He's going to have a hat trick one of these weeks. That's, I know. It's already when? written. And that How, week, was when? it two weeks ago where he had 12 points or whatever, 14? Yeah, yeah, like those, he did it. That, like, 180 goal that he scored was fucking insane. Yeah, That's, but like, the, the, world class. I know, but and it's then he misses like sitters. Yeah, he misses sitters, and Phil is just ticking. I know, Phil is like so fucking good this year. Phil, Phil's ticking. He's it's gotten like better 5. every single year. He's just incredible. And he's going to Barca next year. He's, he probably is. <laughs> Fucking he a. should do. But yeah. it's like 0.5 save for me to go to money to Phil, but I don't know because yeah. then off the international break when Phil goes and plays 180 for Brazil because he's a fucking stud and he plays 180 for Brazil, then I don't know if he's going to come back and play. Like I'm just so nervous about it. It's more than that. It just feels so lateral because all of us have other moves to make. Like unless you're fresh off a wild card, there's always other moves to make. Like your goalie situation isn't good, like, you're whatever. You can always... You have a dead defender. You have two dead defenders. Like, those are such higher-priority moves than saving .5, which really isn't that much in the scheme of things, to transfer a midfielder to a midfielder on the same team, even though he's fucking titting. It's just... I, I, it sucks. The position you're in sucks. It's really frustrating, but... It just seems so unproductive to me to go like Mane to Coutinho. Yeah, I mean, I probably won't do. I'll probably do like Siggy to Gundo, but we'll see. We'll look oh. at the end of the pod. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but Liverpool are just like, uh. it's, it's ridiculous. Every fucking week, it's who's going to score all the goals? They're going to score four. They'll I've, never twat alone. I mean, 
You fucking Lovren, fucking Matip, like fucking no, hey, dude. We just no, tip. it's every game. I expect them to score for him. When they don't, then it's going to be weird because it's weird. It is just, weird. They're firing, and the fixtures. It's still every week. We're going to say this for a while, but the Liverpool fixtures are absolutely ridiculous for the next like three months. Yeah, the the next eight are. Home Watford at Southampton. Home Sunderland at Bournemouth. Home West Ham at Middlesbrough. At Everton. Home Stoke. That's and a, those are golf. So like, that's a fucking I'm, joke. No, it's ridiculous. So I'm, I'm like also kind of in the back of my mind thinking maybe I fucking get rid of Klein for some dickhead and then I and change then go Siggy. To Coot. Yeah. Why would I? Why would? Why would you not triple on Liverpool midfield if every single goal is going to have at least one or two shares and an assist goal of between Feo? No, 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 no. Between Firm, Mane, and uh, Cout, they're going to have like that's a double in every goal, and they're going to score three plus every game. Like, why wouldn't we be doing that? Yeah. So let's calculate that. You're probably looking at averaging like. 4.5 4.5 per goal for Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, 4.5 per goal. That's fucking incredible. And they don't keep any clean, so having Klein is just being like a dick tease. Yeah, it's a dick tease, and he doesn't score off corners. No, he doesn't know how. Man, yeah, I, I mean, know. that might just be fucking festival. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously obviously the downside is in our faces where, like, Occasionally they'll score one or two. You know they're not going to score four every game, and you're just in general limiting your ceiling because they're not going to score like seven goals. Like you're not going to have like three explosions ever. Yeah, but they they could score seven goals against any of these teams. In the but next that's, a thing. that's the thing. Yeah. Is like, what are they going to do to home Sunderland? Like it's going to be scenic. Yeah, it's 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 not safe. It's not time. safe for work. You can stream the the match live on Pornhub. It's just fucking scenes. Oh, you just <laughs> you just <laughs> Liverpool home Sunderland. You just you just dot com backslash Liverpool Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Getting three seems like one of the crazier things we've ever considered, but it sounds also really sexual. But do you remember two years ago when we had Sass with Sterling, Raza, Suarez, and Sturry? Yeah, I mean, Did that, was that good or bad? Was that good or bad? It was pretty fucking like that's, good. It's, they're scoring three plus a game. It's just the same kind of thing. Like if I could have like Aguero, KDB, and and Gundo at this but in this see, moment, that's the like, thing. I'll it's take not, that. It's not even the same because they're still like Sterling, Nolito, Silva. You yeah. know, it's like you yeah. can't like boil City down to like. These three guys are probably involved in every single goal, whereas yeah, Liverpool, you pretty Liverpool. much can, yeah. Unless if it's like Chan unless it's a no, unless it's a penalty, and center it's back, Millie. fuck fest, Millie. Oh, no. But even a center back, it's like a coot free kick or something. You're a coot corner, yeah. so it's still yeah. there. But a pen is like the only way. But at the same time, who's gonna draw the pen other than one of those three? So yeah, I don't know. It might be a fucking Todd fest. Think about it. Something to think about. Mm. And then the dancing. I mean, the dancing is as good as getting Max Boners. Yeah, the, the Liverpool Brazilian dances are always great. And then Mane just joins in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I'm from Senegal, but he's I like, this is awesome. with you guys. Yeah, yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's okay. okay. I think we're done, right? Let's go yeah, to Captain. Yeah, let's go to uh, Captain. So, what are we looking at? I mean, it's Kuhn time, though. 
I mean, it's not not Coon time. They're home borough. So let's fucking go. Feels good to have Coon and Goon. I can't believe you didn't <laughs> fucking transfer. So I'm so pissed off at you. Can you fucking tell me until we pot in this moment? That's well, like, I did cool. it like 30 minutes before we pot. I was just looking at the price where I was looking at his stats, looking at pictures of his face, and I was just like, yeah, it's time. Let's go. Like, I was looking at that Fao like, shit. Fall. I was like, he's probably out for a month. Like, there's much higher percent chance that Fao's out for a month than coming But you back. got rid of Fao? I did Fao to Gunda. Oh, my God. Scenes. I did scenes to scenes, though. But if Wenger is like, oh, if that was fine, like he was just like fucking me up the ass, you'd be like, oh, great. Is that, hap- is that even possible? possible. What, what's the it's percent possible. chance that on Friday Wenger's like, yeah, Fayo's 100% fit. He just didn't travel with us because he didn't want to go, and he's definitely starting. And he'll never, ever say that. That's yeah, maybe like 3%. Chance. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> He's just going to be like, oh, he wasn't ready. Yeah, he'll like, be like, oh, he, picked, check, he had a little late thing. Morning. I think he'll maybe be fine. We'll have to play it by uh, here. <sighs> fucking baguette. I'm, I'm getting really antsy. I haven't taken a hit all year, which is just. I, it's That's crazy. insane that I have not taken a hit yet. I mean, it's awesome. Normally, There's a reason no, we're it's both awesome. like 30K. It's great. But yeah, also. But I, I want to take a huge hit. Yeah, I mean. Like, I want to. I want to cut fucking eight players. Right when now. you're in Vegas, you gamble. Like you gotta just. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta just get that adrenaline kick. It's just like a fucking rush. Just like yeah, it, you're basically just lining up like a line of minus four and snorting it, and it feels so fucking good. Sometimes, if minus four is the same as coke, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, I mean, Captain is Coon. If you don't have him, if you got rid of him, what the fuck were you thinking? Getting rid of Coon? You've never played fantasy before. I don't. I don't know what you're doing. If no, you don't, a lot of people, a lot of people got rid of Coon, dude. I know, and I don't know. What a the lot fuck of reputable doing. fantasy Premier League players got rid of Coon. I don't really. Know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, he he took a took a price drop. A lot of players in the top, you know, like fifty k region dropped them. I don't oh, know. That's awesome. That must be why yeah, I flew up it, like thirty five thousand places. I I, I I I saw the argument last week in terms of just what he was being asked to do and the change in system. And Here's the and thing: and if if Zlatan was scoring, if like Kane was back and scoring, okay, do Aguero to one of those. You know, you're not like leaving yourself with seven million in the bank and like going down to some player who's not really performing and you can spread the funds. But there was just to me there was just no one to go to. I think yeah. like among active teams and like top ten K teams, like seventy five percent or something like that already have Lukaku and a very high percentage already have Costa. So who the fuck were they bringing in? That's Chazzy? what that's what I don't understand. Yeah, honestly might have been Chaz, which means you have fucking Seven million in the bank. Like, where, what, how many hits did you take to spread that? Like, I don't even understand. Yeah, no, it's not good, but if you don't have Kuhn, you probably need to get him back in, even for a hit, just to captain him, because the captaincy percentage for him should be off the, out of control this week. For right? the next, this week, right? for this week and the next two weeks, he will be yeah. by far the most captain player. Yeah. Um, so, who um, else, though? Who else would you captain if you don't have him? Like, Firmino, Watford, maybe. I don't. Did Watford are like on three cleans in a row? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't trust that. I I think that Liverpool are gonna fucking blow them away, but I don't know that three five two. I feel like Klopp's gonna do some like weird things about that formation. I don't know who's gonna be. It doesn't feel great. I think. um, 
think Chaz is an option against Hall because Hall or Hall. Um, but other than that, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, if I didn't if have, have him, I'd, I'd maybe just do Alexis, just because. Even though no. North London Derby, I mean, there's no Toby, and he's in the form, and he's playing striker, and it's like, maybe do you just follow that and not fixture? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think so. I I don't think you want a captain against Spurs defense, regardless of your team, because they're too good. I know, but like you're not going to captain probably Costa or Lukaku, who are playing each other. There's very few like top tier options. Yeah, Paez maybe a show. Yeah, I mean he. He got a lot of chances last week. He just didn't hit them. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I would still probably captain a Liverpool player over um, over Alexis. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean because Watford's still like Watford, and Liverpool are still like we could score four against you. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably fair. Or because I mean, if you, have, a, if you all- have another City player, also, I mean, like yeah. if you have like but Kevin, Arsenal's- you can. Kevin, maybe, yeah, Kevin. But Arsenal's ceiling is, like, probably two goals in this game, right? Yeah, I mean, without Toby, still probably, yeah, two goals. But, I don't know, they are top the table. They have been on fire. It's a yeah, shout. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a real, shout. It's a I, tough I, week. I mean, there's a lot of, like, other other than City and, like, Liverpool, there's pretty much, like, top, pretty tough fixtures. Yeah, I would go Phil or Bobby over uh, Alexis or some Arsenal player, though, for sure, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. In the um, end. But, um, I mean, it's, it's Aguero. Yeah. And then, what, so transfers here, did you, so what so transfers I used, did you I, I had two frees, and I did them both already. I did, um, I did Sterling to Coot days ago, like, right after. Immediately for price rises? Yeah, for a price rise, like, Sterling blanked and Coot titted, and he was rising, and. He'll probably double rise this week, and I just did it. I was just done with Sterling. Um, <coughs> excuse me. And then uh, today, yeah, same. Today I did Walcott to Gundogan. I just don't believe Walcott is going to just magically be fit after he didn't even travel this week for a Champions League game, and he's Walcott. He's made of glass. And Gundo's just hitting and price rising, so I was just like, okay, I'm ready. They have these three incredible fixtures. Not that City even need fixtures, but these are the type of games where they could score four, and that's like the Gundogan late run where they're just like pinning Middlesbrough back who are parking the bus, shit like that. So to me it just seemed like such a high percent chance of getting Gundogan returns while riding his price rise. He could go up like 0.5 in the next four weeks or something like that, and so I wanted to take that chance. But um, in the future, I'm looking at, like, Callum. I don't know if I'll keep. I wanted to keep him this week because they're home Sunderland, which is by far the best fixture in the league you can get. Um, Kolarov's on four yellows. So I think it's just a matter of time before I probably am forced to transfer him out because Amat doesn't even play anymore. Um, but other than Amat, that, Amat might come back in next week. Amat might come back in, yeah. But whoever he should, they're all Lawson, so bad. Savage, they're, yeah, they're all terrible. They have three of the worst center backs I've probably ever watched in the Prem. Like Amat, Vander, fucking Mawson are just fucking horrible. I don't know what Bob is doing. He's gonna buy some Americans, hopefully. But uh, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I feel pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Um, I mean, I haven't made a transfer yet, but... You have two frees, right? Yeah, I have two frees. 
I hate Pickford. I want him to be Heaton. Um, love Glenner dead. Amat kind of dead, but Theo's a problem. And then I have Siggy, who you know he got the assist this week, which is nice. Should have had that pen, which was a nightmare for me. That yeah, he didn't, he didn't give him that pen on that. He should have, should have done. He really he was in the box. It looked to me like a pen, and he but, pointed to the spot. Yeah, but Siggy's got a couple tough fixtures, so I also just like watching Swansea the last couple of weeks. It doesn't feel like they have a high... As much as I love Siggy in 7-2, I think he's good value. Um, he's not a 5-5 City attacker value. And yeah, I might do that. If Walcott's going to be deemed fit by, by Vanger Fuck, um, I could do Siggy to Gundo. I really want to just spend one transfer, though, and, and float... Because of international break, yeah. yeah. I just, I like, I'm if I do that, then I'm going to be starting Holobos at Liverpool, which isn't good. But I feel like doing that, spending a transfer on like a four point seven defender to a fucking shitty ass four point five defender, isn't going to really net me points in, in the in the immediate term or the near term to be warranting that. Like based on how much changes in a week's worth of information, so. I feel like I'd rather rather float a transfer and and try and make a impactful decision in the attack than uh, get rid of Glenner, especially as Glenner's supposed to be back after the internationals based on the FPL timetable, and he has some good fixtures coming up. So I don't know. I, ideally, I will spend one transfer to get Gundogan in, um, but I don't know if that's going to be on Siggy or Walcott or what. I, I would love to keep Walcott. I, I, I just yeah, I think that sounds good to me. I mean, making that one move on Siggy or Walcott, and then you have enough people who to start eleven this week. Um, Love to start eleven too. Yeah, you week. kill. That, that's you kill to start eleven. It's an essential part yeah. of FPL success. Yeah. So, yeah, as long as you're definitely going to be starting eleven, and then you can wait till after internationals to reassess with Glenner. I think that's good. That sounds good to me. I'd kill for that. That yeah. might not happen. Might, might need to do a double switch. Yeah, I mean, the thing with a double, like having two frees after an international is great, but having two frees two weeks after international is really what you want. Because the week back from international is, is the fuck fest week where it's just chaotic and everyone's traveling back from fucking South America or fucking Korea or Africa and no one fucking plays, and it's a nightmare, and everyone has a low score, and it's it's fuck fest. But the week after that is when you're like really like priming your team for a run of fixtures. Everyone's back. You know who's fit and who isn't fit, and all that shit. But I don't think yeah, it's bad could, for you to use two frees. Is all I'm saying. No, I don't either. But you could still set yourself up for greatness the week after. Yeah, as long as we're always setting ourselves up for greatness, then we're fine today. That's the that's the objective. That's the that's the motto of the pod. Let's wrap it. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us fmlpl at gmail.com. Join our league. Like us on Facebook. Rate us on iTunes. Cheers. Podcast Network.